0: Ice tea. Go acapella. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill.
1: I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Is your host, Rich Eisen.
0: Welcome to the final edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast in the month of July. We are finally in training camp season, the full throes of training camp season, all 32 teams are reporting, and up and out them, and most of them in pads, and we've already even had teams take the day off in training camp because they've worked four or five days in a row. We are in flat-out training camp season. With the Hall of Fame game coming up this weekend, I could not be more in my element and excited. Chris Brockman, good to see you, sir, Rich. my television producer on the podcast. How are you, Rich? Chris Law, my my trusty NFL.com side of this production staff how are you sir good
3: looking forward to get a weekend in canton
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun this is gonna be f- you will be there correct i will be
3: there okay yep, absolutely and i'm holding the
0: fort down you Rich. are holding the fort down we're gonna have joe oregon the uh, pro football hall of fame uh, vp of exhibits and uh i guess in part uh, and uh and media he's gonna join us later on our annual chat with him to get us up to speed on all things with the uh with the Hall of Fame weekend, we're going to team him up, as only this podcast can be, teaming uh, people up with <laughs> Dax Shepard, yes. the former punked comedian, now turned uh, legitimate actor, writer, and uh, director. Uh, he, uh, he's on Parenthood, he's got a new movie, uh, Hit and Run, coming out. Sounds like a fun movie. Yeah, um, that's, like a that's movie. in a, a later uh, episode. This episode of this show is uh, Mark Duplass the uh, hyphenate himself, actor, director, producer, writer, who is best known to the football audience uh, from the league. Can we call him a co-star, FX. Rich? A, a, like
4: a co-colleague a co- of, of ours uh, Well,
0: we could. Uh, wait, we, wait,
4: wait,
3: what are you guys talking about?
0: Well, Chris Law, we hate to break this to you, but while you were on vacation, there was no way I could change the date.
3: The, the, date, the date of what,
0: Rich? The date of me and Chris Brockman shooting cameos on the set of The League. In other words, your suggestion to Jeff Schaefer, the executive producer and co-creator of The League, when he was on, to have us all be involved in an episode of The League, your idea was actually put into action and executed while you were out of town. Ouch. There was no changing this date because of who was in the scene with us, which, by the way, we are sworn to secrecy about we cannot say who we were in the scene with we cannot say when the scene will air at least not yet
3: so let me get this straight one of the shows that i've turned tons of friends onto, we've had them in on in our studio yeah we have a chance to be on it yes. i go out of town for a few days yes you get the phone call yes you two run off to hollywood and tape how was the craft service? Actually, we what could, we could say it literally we, was uh, yeah, in Hollywood. We were literally in yes, Hollywood, Yeah, it actually. was
0: in Hollywood, yes. yes. That actually took place in Hollywood. So, yes, everything you've said is... is 100% is true. ...accurate. But, uh, and, but, Brockman, you know, when I called you, I'm like, I, can't, I cannot do anything about this.
4: It was a Sunday when you called me, mm-hmm. and you said, um, what's going on? What is your schedule like but, on, on Tuesday? Tuesday? And I said, well, Rich... It's been the same as it's been for the last
3: <laughs> six, this six months.
4: I'm going to put the show together. For television. Really? Could you possibly do it at night? Well, I could. I'd rather not. not. Right. Well, they're taping my episode of the... the, uh, the- uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no.
0: I did not say my episode <laughs> of right, the right. league, okay? The scene that I'm going to be in they're on the saying, They said, no. Listen, he's botching this up. <laughs> I said to him, <laughs> we're finally, I'm like, uh, I got the call from the Shafers, right, okay. Jackie and Jeff. And they said, this is the day we could do it. Right. I said, what about Law and Brockman? they said, they're in. And you were out of town. And I could not change it. I definitely.
3: I'll give you a Next pass. time
0: Jeff Schaefer is in, you can ask him. He can. I definitely, code. I can even show you the email. All Rich told me was, bring a suit. But. Uh, here's the scoop. This is only going to lead to a poll question, which you like. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, this is the, the awful silver lining. I mean, it is at least a silver lining. Law loves when we put poll questions up on oh, our I'm, blog page. I'm
4: still loving the poll question that's still here's up Here's right the now. poll
0: question. What would you rather do? What Brockman did, which was appear in an episode of The League.
3: Well, he could be, could he, is there any chance he gets cut out?
0: Or is he too uh, close to you? I I uh, well, no. I, uh, can get give, here, I can't, cannot. Can't we we cannot give, give, give it away. I will say this. I will say this. It is highly doubtful you will not see Chris Brockman.
3: He won't get Todd Fritzed. Is that what you're saying?
0: I I don't believe he's going to be Fritzed. Okay. Very unlikely.
3: Because I'd love it. I'm gonna, i to I want to email Schaefer. I know it, that personally. <laughs>
0: I just don't. And get you think, cut out of this No, I'm happy for him. I don't think there's a shot of that. Yeah. No. Speaking of, what would you want him what I
3: cannot go any further. Oh, man.
0: We cannot go any further. We're Kaiba. You get Uh, a SAG
3: card out of this, Brockman. You're done.
0: Here's here's the poll question. Would you rather do what Brockman did, appear in an episode of The League on FX, or would you rather do what Chris Law did, which was spend an evening in the company of the lovely and talented Erin Andrews and her lovely sister, Kendra, Andrews, Yes. At a swanky post Adam Sandler movie premiere party. What would you rather do? I think that's a toss-up in many people's minds. And
3: Might be our uh, best poll question. yet. it's a very
0: good poll question. That's the poll question. What would you rather do? Later on on this show, Ooh. we're also going to give away the latest Punter are people to punters are people to t-shirts. Yes to what should we do the twitter or the facebook this one let's do twitter let's go twitter okay yeah. we'll go to the twitter um and uh also ahead is our conversation with mark duplass of the league i do want to head some uh some headlines and you know, we actually have headlines to talk about yes um it's andre me. johnson great weekend groin injury again those things oh, linger hamstring those last things, year now go, groin right these soft tissue injuries linger Let's hope that doesn't mean anything. Yeah,
4: that's Terrell Rivas.
0: Um, Terrell Thomas of the New York Giants. That looks like uh, it for him. Second consecutive year for a cornerback. John Carlson, a, a sprained MRI. The tight end that the Vikings brought in to team up with Kyle Rudolph because everyone wants to do their two tight end two tight set end right now. Sets, yep. um, Adrian Peterson was out for a day with the stomach
3: uh, He was on the pup list for a day, flu. right? I
0: know, because, because of uh, he had bad seafood at lunch. Where was Randy Moss to complain about the lunch meal? <laughs>
3: remember when you had him on? You had the guy on? I, had, I had,
0: remember. We, were, we that, tracked him down, that too, like, right?
3: That was pre-my time. I was, caterer. was like just before I joined. Wait, Wait, the, the caterer,
0: that Randy Moss,
3: blew up. Diss. The
0: NFL Randy Moss, not NFL Network Randy Moss. Yeah, this remember. this in the, the the lunch. His name was like I was very Vic. disrespectful wow. of this guy. We found him. We got him. That's amazing. We got him on the podcast. Yeah, so where's, where's Randy Moss to to save him from the the oh lunch boy. meal? Um, but he's fine.
3: How about Jim Harbaugh's bold statements about AJ about Jenkins? Jenkins? Do we have that? Do yeah, we, we have that. Yeah, we have that. Yeah,
0: here's this is good stuff for all certainly the international listeners who who didn't hear this. Uh, Jim Harbaugh who raised some eyebrows this off season because of his defense of Alex Smith, completely whitewashing the fact that they. Totally chased down Peyton Manning to see if he could come. I
4: still can't believe it. Uh, okay, that.
0: and essentially said that. N- n- Never didn't happened. Didn't happen. Never happened. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. They, if they were kicking the tires on 18, it was totally preliminary. This whole concept of working out, this whole Peter King article where Peyton he- said that he called Harbaugh to right. apologize or st- let him know personally he wasn't coming. And that the 49ers with a secret mystery None team. of that. Oh, it didn't happen. Nothing to see here. Go back to your homes. Apparently, he he took to the podium, and from what the beat writers said, was an unscheduled appearance at the media uh, podium to defend A.J. Jenkins, who has been, I guess, criticized in blogs or articles for his... Early training camp performance. That's how things are being parsed now. Gosh, because we're showing it live. Right, we're showing stuff left, right, up, and down. ESPN was all over uh, the Jets. Right on SportsCenter on Monday. So he takes to the podium and and says this:
1: AJ Jenkins was a an outstanding football player when he got here. His uh, his progress has been very, very good. Exceeded expectations for those, you know, the scribes, pundits, so called experts who have gone as far as to say that uh, he's going to be a bust should just stop recommend that because uh, they're making themselves look more clueless than they already did uh, go on record AJ is going to be an outstanding football player so far in camp what he's done in the uh, in the offseason has led us to believe nothing but that he will be an outstanding football player in the National Football League I'm going to keep track of some of these names, uh, so-called experts, who are, who are making these, these comments, and there's going to be an I told you so. And uh, I, I, I foresee that happening. Classic Harbaugh.
0: Classic Harbaugh. He wins 12 games. Doesn't matter. If they go 8-8 eight and eight and Jenkins is a bust and Brian Quick lights it up in St. Louis and Alshon Jeffrey lights it up in Chicago ruben randall everybody sort of passed on him twice anyway the giants It fell to him uh they went ahead got aj jenkins i remember mayock was sort of like hmm that wasn't the one i thought would go in the first round but uh, you just gotta love it he's throwing it out there when you call media members clueless that 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 begins to uh start things
3: he's fired i mean i can't wait for the the shakedown not even
0: august and this is happening not what, even august
3: what, what week did they play the lions again when is the rematch that's week
0: 2 the handshake two. bowl is week 2 yeah. week 1 they're in green bay hello Yikes. that's what everybody thought the nfc championship game was going to be
4: man imagine if the niners okay. start 0
0: and 2 that was that's week 1 they're in green bay and everywhere you know our, we had uh, donald driver was on inside training camp tuesday with Stacey dales saying how uh, rogers is as good as ever and the two of them the reason why that they get along so well is because they both thought that they were not drafted where they should be. And he said that Rodgers still has a chip on his shoulder of where he was drafted. And you know Tom Brady still does. You remember from the Brady Six documentary, he brings him to tears about walking around the block, waiting to get drafted with his dad and his mom, wondering what's going on with him. He still brought him to tears. There's a
3: reason MJD wears number 32.
0: And if Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder how large is that chip going to be week one when Alex Smith is the one to come into his house and the Niners passed
3: up on him his hometown team
0: he's the one who was drafted number one overall okay that's week one and then week two is the handshake bowl for the Niners by the way, week two for the
3: Packers
0: is home short week Bears that's our Thursday night opener nice. I just love talking about this sort of stuff man
3: it's crazy that it's only it's gonna be here. What else so are we missing?
0: Soon. What I mean, Randy Moss looked great. Yeah. Everybody thinks he looks. Everyone's really loving good. Moss. Um, um, what else are we? We're, uh, um, we're not missing anything else. I don't. know. Revis. Right? Revis showed. Little He's hammy. fine. I don't know. He, but he, he showed. T- he... Shirtless Tebow. Shirtless What was up
4: with that. In the in the pouring in the down, down rain. rain. All right. Gosh. As long as
0: we don't have shirtless Rex, Rich, <laughs> I'm fine.
3: I couldn't believe how much weight he's lost. <laughs>
0: he does look good. He's, he's turned out. He does down. look good. As for the rest of, let's play this. Let's play this. Let's play this. Let's give a little bonus Peter King. I chatted with Peter King on Inside Training Camp Tuesday because he hit about five, six, seven training camps. Let's let's get Peter
3: King bringing everyone up to speed on what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, this is about a what, it's four or four, five-minute interview. Probably. With Peter King.
0: I try to extend it longer because <laughs> I'm on the air for four hours and I got a Hall of Fame writer right here. I tried but they're like, rap. You got to go. One more question. One more question. I did. You'll hear at the end. I I, I jammed a couple more. Rich, with all due respect, I've never known you to rap early.
2: Oh, (laughs) I'm (laughs) professional.
0: Here we go. Here's Peter King.
2: When I talked to Breeze the other day, I was talking to two people. I was talking to a leader on the New Orleans Saints who has the back of the guys in his locker room. If Jonathan Vilma tells him he didn't offer $10,000 to knock Brett Favre out of the game, which is what Vilma has told him, Drew Brees is going to believe that. But he's also speaking as a member of the executive board of the NFLPA, where he feels like the league, and Roger Goodell in particular, has overstepped his bounds. So... I was not that surprised he was as adamant and strident as he was because I think he feels like there are few people in the league who are going to speak their minds when it comes to the commissioner's office, few people like him. And so I think he feels like it's something that both for his team and his union that he has to do. How, how
0: how do you see this all finally playing out with Breeze and the Players Association in the league? Uh,
2: I mean, Rich, I I think that probably what will happen is that the league's opinion will be upheld on this. But once it gets in the hands of a court that we don't know, I mean, we can, we don't have any scouting report on this judge in, in <laughs> Louisiana, so we, we can't tell what what. Uh, what that court is going to say. But, you know, I do think that this really goes back to last year when the league uh, was adamant. As John Mara, one of the negotiators, told me, basically it was a non starter. We were not going to bend on giving away commissioner discipline or the ability of the commissioner to uh, appeal these cases. So the players moved on and they got concessions in other areas, most notably, uh, you, you know, workplace rules and conditions. Peter King, everybody. That's
0: How about he, he thought Russell Wilson has a chance to be the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks? He you thought what, he's got a real shot. And I had Pete Carroll on. Pete Carroll came on Inside Training Camp Monday. He didn't say that Russell will. he said Russell Wilson's still he's, – he's competitive with the group right now. Yeah. The group being Tavares Jackson and Matt Flynn, who they signed for three years, I mean – Paid all that money to.
3: I saw um, somewhere it might How's have been – How's that Peter- going to shake out? It might have been Peter King that tweeted this. He said, w- would Pete Carroll have, have recruited a 5'11 quarterback to USC? Probably not. Probably not. And now But located- Pete
0: Carroll would never really had a competition in a training camp at USC at quarterback either. This is a new thing for it's him. It's true, too. I mean, like, he needs to always compete, but he never really at the quarterback Wasn't position. Warren
4: Moon here saying how he good Tavares Jackson
0: looked? Well, I think he thinks Tavares Jackson should be the guy because of what he did last year mm. and has a year in the system. But he also admitted Matt Flynn was signed for a reason. Yeah, right. And don't Flint pay a did, guy, twenty three million. Flynn right. didn't go with his old coach
3: to Phil, Phil. Yeah, down down to Florida, Philbin.
0: To come to Seattle and then maybe not not only not start, but it's I mean Peter King thinks that Russell Wilson has a shot at Re- the title.
3: Reggie Bush saying he's gonna he's gonna outrush the entire league this year. Oh,
0: great! Is this. Rex said he's the best defensive coach in the league, <laughs> saying and he knows that what that means that it means. Uh, Dick LeBeau and he mentioned Belichick those are the only two he mentioned by the way which is best but he thinks he's like you know and it wasn't like boastful he was asked about are you going to be involved more with the defense yep. and he and you know he's trying to be more laid back and not be so boastful to put a target on but he's like I think I'm the best defensive coach in the league and if that's the case Quentin Copel's better light it up boy people are writing checks the question is who's going to cash him
3: Jeez. we're not going to know gonna for a long
0: time him. fantastic
3: see the, the, the drill they had the Jets quarterbacks running that made all that news, too, with uh, Tebow running. It basically looked like the play where Tebow circled away from the guy last year, the defender. I think it was against the Steelers during the regular season. And, no, uh, I think you're talking was, about
0: the Vikings. That was the Vikings play. Oh, it was Vikings the Vikings, play. yeah. Incredible.
3: Getting a lot of criticism. Yeah, they didn't play the Steelers no. in
0: the regular season. That's right, only believe, in the postseason. Only in the postseason. Way to bring that one up for all the Steelers fans out there. Jab. Jab. And um, so this is fun good stuff man. man, well
3: you you sat down uh, you got uh, Reggie Wayne let's get it all out there
0: let's get it all out there because that was what we were trying to get for for the podcast this week
3: but since you were on air
0: well you also yeah I was on air so he showed up on air my man Reggie Wayne Law Dead I wish I could have brought up the Law Dead story with him but I only (laughs) have four. live television is a completely different animal Yeah, you don't know how he's going to react plus he's got you know like an earpiece in his ear you never know how clearly they're hearing or how many people are talking to his right Okay, yep. so I chatted with Reggie Wayne, who I've been wanting to ask this, the first question to uh, ever, since, ever since we started. Here, I asked him, and here was his answer. I asked Reggie Wayne, why did you resign? Right. with Indianapolis as opposed to going out and maybe going to a team that can win it all with your closing window of opportunity? Here's what he had to say and now uh here is reggie wayne joining us live here on inside training camp no, no fatigues you're in you're in your your civilian clothes right now how huh, reggie
5: yeah i'm incognito right now it's time to go to work you know those guys uh they bring me in to to, to do my job to do my duty and now i'm here and now the rest is on me how did you come about with the idea to
0: to come to training camp in that manner reggie
5: you know what i had quite a few things you know uh those guys, that take the hat off to them. Those guys was ready in 24 hours' notice. You know, that's that's what happens when you got people on your speed dial. You know, you just, they, they're ready to go at any time, and that's what those guys do. You know, whenever their number's called, no matter the time or the place, they're there and they deliver. And uh, that's what they was able to do for me that time. They actually wanted to bring me in on the helicopter. You yeah. know, But I didn't know where we can land it. They wanted to land it on the football field, but I didn't think that. It, I didn't think that'll work here, you well, know. Well, uh, Reggie, you're, you're you know, but the home are fine. You've got tenure though, and a long-term contract. Can't you pretty much do whatever you want to do right now? Yeah, but this is Anderson University, you know. This is it's not coach complex. <laughs> you know, I'm making can vouch for for the coach complex. I don't know if I can get by here at Henderson University, so uh, maybe next year. Okay, Reggie, before we get to uh, the current, uh, let's just go back a few weeks and months because
0: we we haven't spoken since then. Why did you re-sign with the Colts, knowing with your your window potentially in your career closing and knowing what a rebuilding project the Colts have? Why did you stay put?
5: Uh, This is where I see myself, you know. I dug deep, you know, I prayed about it, and uh, this is the vision I had. You know, I had some places I could have went but I wanted to be part of this. I wanted to help build this foundation, and just because we're so-called in the rebuilding, you know, I, I say we're reloading, you know. But you guys say rebuilding, okay. you know. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna use reload, all right. Since we're reloading, yes. You know, I wanted to be, you know, part of that. I wanted to help, you know, start that new foundation. And just because we're reloading, don't mean that we're gonna be a bad team. You know, I, I believe we got a good team. I believe. You know, the, the organization is doing a good job of putting some good guys in here. And um, so far, so good. We just we got a training camp. We've had our OTAs. Guys are flying around. Guys are anxious to show what they can do. And so far, so good. Guys out here still doing the same.
0: Andrew Luck is the main, I guess, part of the reloading arsenal, to use your uh, phrase, to keep it going. Uh, what, is, <laughs> what, are you, what are you seeing out of Luck so far, Reggie?
5: You know what? I see a, a smart guy. He's going. He's going to be really, really good. He, he understands what everything is. He's he's coming in. He's, you know, from the time that he that we didn't have him in the summer, you can tell he's been studying. He's been on his thing along with his studies with school. You know, so uh, he's been having double duty, and he's out here. He's he's leading the huddle. He's got some confidence, and he's he's joking around. Whenever you get your you know your quarterback, especially a young one, to you know say a couple of jokes here and there, that, that lets you know he's having fun. So that that. That pushes you to have fun. So he's doing—he's doing everything right. He's—he's he's a great leader, throws a, a damn good ball, and um, hopefully we can just continue to grow together.
0: The only uh, Colt more tender than you now is long snapper Justin Snow, Reggie. You're—you're you're sort of the vet. You're uh, sort uh, of the
5: uh, wait, wait, uh, wait. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt. Hey, we can't. We can't get, forget Venitari now. Okay, as OG, you talking about OG? No, that's OG, I know that, OG
0: but you've been with the Colts longer than Venitari has been with the Colts. I'm just talking. about okay. I, I okay, I'm, I'm just talking about just okay. this organization. Oh my this, bad. Okay. Uh, okay. Do do you feel do you
5: feel like do you feel old for lack of a better phrase you feel
0: old around these
3: guys?
5: I uh, I feel great. <laughs> I wouldn't say old. I feel great. Okay. All right. You know, other than my feet hurting right now, I just was telling the crew just now I need doctor shows, my feet hurt you know, but other than that, I feel great you know but but we uh we 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 do have a young team, so it does make you feel like you know you know you're you're old you know <laughs> um i think we, i think we i i I, I, I think we have fifty four guys on this roster that are two years and and under you know, so that's that's pretty young that is you young. know so those guys are running around here. You know, fresh legs. So it, it makes it makes us old guys, as you would say, you know, uh, feel young. Because, you know, to keep up with them, you got you to gotta really put a hump on it. You know, so, um, you know, we're young. You know, but those guys, are, you know, they're around there flying around. So that makes us guys fly around also. Reggie, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, man, hey. Whenever your number call, whenever they say you there, I'm there no matter what. Anytime, just like the reserves, just like the military, I baby. I appreciate that, whenever Reggie. Whenever you call, me and you, we're, I am there. We're, we're gelling there, together
0: you know? just like that. Yeah, we're gelling together.
5: Yeah, we're gelling. But don't, don't be like my feet because right now my feet are oh, <laughs> not gelling. They are not where they should be.
0: <laughs> How funny is Reggie Wayne with his feet?
3: Did
5: he say that
3: he, he, he's not old? And then you made him come full circle. He did. He is. I mean, in the mean, interview, he's, he's probably surrounded
0: with a bunch of twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three-year-old guys. I remember watching he's Reggie Wayne. His, he's in his. He's he, he's in his early thirties. Right. I
4: saw Reggie Wayne play in college when I was at Syracuse, and he was at Miami.
0: That's he how was old he was. Drafted in two thousand one. By the way, half this team was drafted from twenty ten or later. Right.
3: He didn't he didn't pick up on it, but uh, your uh, your Jellin reference. Cause I know. That's your call you're callback. What is your callback to Doctor Schultz Because right. that's their ad campaign, and he didn't he get didn't it right I'm like
0: you and I are gelling like <laughs> that. Oh man,
3: it was it was a great reference. I was rolling when he did it live. It was good when he said, <laughs> "I got it." I Talk got about it. his feet.
0: and Now, anytime I'm calling, he'll pick up the phone, and I'm like, "You and I are gelling like that." Like my gelling.
3: Yeah, he did, he did make a Magellan <laughs> reference. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's also get started. Let's get started with Mark Duplass because uh, it's also fantasy talk, and we're going to have to start getting into our fantasy.
3: Yes, absolutely. And right? uh, you did a couple of these reads on air today, but uh, I, I'm going to be in New York There's a, for fantasy football fans. You're we're doing, doing that too? Yeah, we're doing a huge fantasy. So I'm summit. losing
0: you in late August?
3: I'm gone for one week in late August, one yes. Week. One whole week. Don't worry, Rich. We got TD on the line. We might have your ISDN line hooked up by then. It'll be all smooth sailing. I you know. call in. Maybe maybe we'll
0: do another league cameo oh. that week. Oh,
1: unfortunately. <laughs> that would be unfortunate.
3: Adios! I'm, I'm hoping to have the cast come to New York for that. Maybe. Adios! Are you really? I I was going to reach out mm-hmm. and see if uh, we could get a few of the guys, because they, um, be they want some stuff. Subs- no, I'll find
0: out their shooting schedule for you, Chris. But
3: a promo for NFL.com. <laughs> you sons of... Uh, um, but no, August 22nd to the 24th, if you're in New York City, stop by the Best Buy Theater because we're going to be doing live hits from the Where Fantasy is the Lot. Best Buy Theater? It's in Times Square. It's on... Uh, ah, I want to say place. between... Right, just, it's a little
0: school. place. A little, place. A little place Yeah, yeah you, time you're, Times just on the Best place. Buy sign will just pop out.
3: Just a little place. <laughs> no, I think it's on, fo- <laughs> on uh, 7th Street between 44th and 45th. <laughs> Can we 7th get,
0: Avenue. 7th Ave. Spoken like a true happy valley Please, guy. let's get
4: Jeff Schaefer on the phone. Can we set something up while he's gone? All
0: right, we'll set something up. While he's gone. We'll set him up. Come no, on. not set him, set us up while he's gone. Oh, no, no, yeah. We'll yeah, get him on yeah. the phone. We yeah. can get him on the phone. All right, All right here's Mark Let's get to Mark plus. Here, here he is. <laughs> My next guest here on the Rich Eisen podcast is uh, what we would call a true hyphenate. Uh, like more more hyphens than Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, I believe. Uh, a writer, actor, producer, and director. Um, you know him, uh, certainly football fans would know him from uh, being on the FX series The League. Um, Please go see his film Safety Not Guaranteed, Your Sister's Sister. He's also put Jeff, who lives at home, and the fantastic Cyrus as well into movie theaters. Mark... Duplass. Good hey, to see you, Mark. how's it going, Rich? How are you, man? Me. I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing awesome. And you are also a New Orleans native, correct? This is correct. I am, in fact, a Metairie
6: native. Metairie? Near near minutes from the camp as we speak. So, yeah, Is that right? No <laughs> yeah. kidding. Yeah. So
0: you grew up down the street from Saints Camp? Because they've been in Metairie forever and a day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, and and I, I never went and I never visited because, you know, it's just this thing. They're, they're your gods. They're your superheroes. You don't even want to see them up close to a certain sure. extent, you uh-huh. know, but also I also grew up in an era in the eighties when, when the saints were not quite as successful as they are now. And then
0: our, and then our bud, uh, Jim Moore senior came to town. And yes. he sort of changed. He sort of changed culture. He sort of changed. He, he did pretty much everything. Dome Patrol came in with him, and absolutely, man. Yeah. And he he he
6: eradicated the bagheads. Do you remember that? Of course. Era. I mean, oh, that yeah. was just.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, that was sort of. It's it sort of uh, f- doing the whole pop culture thing. that sort of crossed uh, with the unknown comic. Absolutely. On the Gong did. Show. Absolutely. You know? So that might have actually even made the bagheads. Yeah even more popular. It, it stuck in my
6: subconscious so much yes. that my brother and I made a film called Baghead in 2008. Is that right? And because the image look when you're when you're an adult watching a Saints game in 1983, yeah. you see it as funny that there are these people wearing bags on their heads to the game because they're so ashamed to be seen as a fan of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um but when you're 6 years old and you cut to a wide shot and there's a sea of about 500 people wearing bags on your heads, mm. you don't sleep that night. Right. So we made this sort of horror comedy film called Baghead that was literally inspired by, 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 the Saints. by the early
0: 80s Saints season <laughs> ticket holders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What was the, what was the, the plot?
6: The premise Baggage. The premise is just that these four actors go out into the woods. They decide they're going to write the great American screenplay. And then it's going to be a simple horror film about a guy with a bag on his head. And they start mm-hmm. scaring each other. And then they start to question, oh, my God, is there a real person with a bag on his head out uh-huh. there. So um, there's no really... Uh, uh, there's no football connection. There's no here. football connection except that the, I would say that the struggling actors are are just as bad, as, bad off as the uh, 1983
0: scenes were <laughs> and have just as little chance at success. Well, yeah. And today, of course, now you'd have your choice of paper... Or plastic, you got it. But that's dangerous now. You know, you can't have plastic heads. You know, you you, know. But that would be a serious protest. Now that you just said that, I just realized misery right there. I just
6: missed out on the greatest tagline for that film ever, which is paper, or plastic.
0: <laughs> that would have been perfect. One way someone's never yeah, coming exactly. back. Yep. Yeah. Either one you can't breathe in either. All one, right. Yeah. But now the Saints are uh, a Super Bowl champion. They are, man. We have, somehow,
6: we have somehow gone from the perfect underdog team that everybody wanted to root for, and then a mere four years later, <laughs> we are... The exact
0: opposite. Well, I mean, in a way, there are also some people who think that they're being put upon, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that they feel that they're being unfairly hit, mm-hmm. that the pro- – I mean, the the, 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 Le- the Players Association has done a great job mm-hmm. of trying this in the press, in the media, in the fandom, yep. saying the burden of proof should be the same as in a court of law, even though you know right. technically – well, I guess they're going to have to – they're fighting that out right now in yes. federal court and all that sort of stuff. They've done a great job. I, I, I think there are some people who are now maybe – Using oh, that it, as was, just enough of an underdog. I wouldn't say yeah. the worm is turned completely, yeah. but I think there are some that are like, you know what, let's see if the Saints can actually do this without their coach and without maybe the quarterback or their defense. I, I will
6: say there are quite a few in the New Orleans area who <laughs> feel that
0: way. <laughs> they are <laughs> you know? angry. Yes, they're
6: upset. And, I, you know, I get that, you know. So, um, I mean, the the thing is I'm a, I'm a loyal fan. You mm-hmm. know, the way I look at this is like if – if my if if my wife had just cast me off uh, mm-hmm. after all the dumb things I've done in my marriage, I would feel really bad. Okay, right. But she has taken uh, loyalty with me and forgiveness with me, yes. and I'm going to do the same thing with my saints. But if I'm truly honest with myself, something started to happen to me last season, and I didn't want it to happen, but I started to fall in love with Detroit. Because they embodied the same thing that the Saints were—kind of like a city that's got a lot of crime. It's a little bit of poor, poor. They need a team to pull for. Mm-hmm. They've been terrible for a long time. They're starting to get good. So I'm, I'm a little conflicted this season. My
0: heart is starting to stray a little bit over there. And you ended, in your team your, of your youth ended this line season last Ooh, year. Yeah, yep. I mean, they, they put them over their knee and that's, pretty that's, much spanked that's, them. That's how nails. I noticed
6: it. it. Was it was in the middle of that game? I started realizing. Wow what's going on here am i am I starting to now, root for someone else? Does like, this mean you had calvin Johnson on your fantasy team as yeah, well no, this, is, this or, is a question or, no that was that was just pure pure love right there that okay. was that was not that was not mitigated by my fantasy football points because the the truth is at that point. In the season um, i was pretty much toast so right, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: well let's let's pivot to this right yeah. now cuz cuz you did also mention your wife yeah she is on the league she is. as well right yes. your your wife um, plays somebody Else's wife. You got it. As yes. well. She plays Jenny, the, the the wife
6: of Kevin. Kate Asselton we're talking exactly, about. Exactly, yeah. lovely, Your lovely wife we, and we, mother of your two children. And mother of my two children, yes. Right. Um, we, we Very early on, I think we when Katie and I met with Jackie and Jeff, we decided we didn't want to play husband and wife on TV, um, mostly just to save our marriage. Um, <laughs> and, and it's actually been more fun. You know, Katie always jokes that she's literally around two husbands all day, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's been more fun, us not doing that. And and the more I think about the couple that is on that show, Jenny and Kevin, they're actually more like Jackie and Jeff Schaefer than anything else. The
0: creators and the show. executive producers. Yes. And Jeff's been on this podcast several times. The odd, Speaking of hyphenate, very odd hyphenate of Seahawks, Browns fan. You don't really get to meet that sort of heart of the country, Pacific Northwest football. No. Axis. It, I don't no. know if it exists. He might it be the only not. one who creates that sort of axis right there. Jeff is
6: Jeff is uh, more versed in football than anyone I know in the NFL. I mean, he is He's incredible. In. I know he. You know, and and he and his wife started this show together, and and you know, Jeff comes from Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I mean, he knows this comedy and he knows this football world, and the best part about Jeff is that um, Jackie doesn't know as much about about football as he does mm-hmm. um and she pretty much destroys him every year in our own fantasy football <laughs> league
0: well if there's one thing that jackie is is she is smart and she's driven you got it, and she she knows how she knows to, how to get the job done she definitely yeah. knows how to strategize there's yeah. no question about that and that does take there is some portion of, of fantasy that involves that there's a lot of luck involved yep i mean and but she also, you know, I mean, they they have season tickets to uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, they do. So she knows, she knows, she, and that's also too. She probably knows a lot more than she's letting on. I know. You know she what I mean, needs she does a little rope a dope. I think. I think she's doing a little bit of fantasy rope a dope. I think what's her, happening is
6: Jack, Jackie's going to figure out who who the next. Uh, Seahawks quarterback is. I think she's in there.
0: I she think might actually the know one. the yeah. inner workings <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. Pete Carroll uh, meeting. She <laughs> exactly. might have, yeah. yeah. maybe, you know... Uh, well, I mean, it is a Fox program. They could be tapping his It's. His it's phone. very I mean, true. I'm just saying. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm I just, mean, I wouldn't say it I'm on either. a podcast or anything. Ever. No, it's okay. This is just between... It's just us. We'll, cut, we'll cut that out. I, we'll, I, yeah. uh, so you guys... Uh, go into the season, because we've talked about this with Jeff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you sort of try and guess what the football might be. As best you can. As best you can. And then when the season starts, you might, you get called for reshoots every Mm -hmm. now and then. you got to come in and let's try and make it seem like we are doing this in real time during a a fantasy football season, correct? Yeah, that is
6: one of the most fun parts of the show because, you know, Jeff is the most knowledgeable about football. I'd say next up after him is probably Steve Ranazizi who plays Kevin, Mm -hmm. who... As I said before, both of those guys end up last in every fantasy football. Because <laughs> you
0: guys have your own fantasy. We have football our own league. league. Yeah. Instead of just on the air, you have your own off the we air. We have tour. one in real life. Okay. And And uh, the
6: first uh, two seasons, Katie won the first season. Uh, she did draft on auto draft, and she and did. she and she won. It was it was fantastic. Jackie won the next one. Um, and then I think uh, I think it was Nick Kroll who took me out so in the So the lady, last it was ladies' year. first
0: the first two years first of the league, two cast years. Football league.
6: Which is basically how the show goes. You know.
0: <laughs> I mean this is let's face it. So the the, the actual Shiva or is, what do we call the actual Shiva I guess would be on the air mm-hmm. this would be the figurative Shiva what do you call your this trophy is the, off this the air is, this is
6: the figurative Shiva which is basically just bragging rights for the whole season so there's no actual you know? trophy there is that, no actual, actual there is no is actual trophy or maybe there is one I'm not supposed to talk about it <laughs> it could be
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I spoke about it earlier with with uh, with our producers um, I'm not allowed to give the f- any specifics yeah. but I did shoot a cameo for this year's show, along with Chris Brockman. I can't give any more details. But what I will say, it was was an incredible shoot. I mean, mean, isn't it fun? You guys have a blast. It's like one of those things where you clearly are having fun and anything goes, just try it. The concept, just try it. Maybe we'll use it. If we don't, we tried it. I love that. I absolutely love that. And philosophy. I really
6: believe that's how you get good stuff when you're willing to fall on your face. I watch the show and I think the shows work and they're really, really funny. And all I can think to myself is thank God they're not seeing the 90% of the terrible stuff that we missed, you know, because there are huge swings and misses on the show, but that's right. what makes it so fun. You go for these jokes and you fall and. And, you know, inevitably you find it and it makes it a
0: real dynamic set. And it's great that you're in the hands of Jeff Schaefer uh, also. Because yes. you also miss one. I mean, he's only, he and his, his uh, writing partners were only, you know, the current muses for Sasha Baron Cohen. I know. As well. Yes. I mean, think about that. Seinfeld, Larry David, Sasha Baron Cohen. Those Just the three guys that they have been associated with as a group and Jeff individually. It's...
6: And Jackie, and Jackie and Jeff have a great creative chemistry to them because I, I've never seen ideas come to anybody as quickly as they come to Jeff, mm-hmm. you know. And, and Jackie is such a great overarching curator of that stuff. Right. You know, Jeff's like that little hyperactive child who's just like shooting out good idea after good idea. Mm-hmm. And then Jackie has a way to curate. I mean, they they have a great creative marriage. And there's no problem with your, your wife playing another man's wife. You're, you're fine with that. Listen, I mean, look, 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 look. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm at least 17 percent better looking than Steve, so that maybe 18 <laughs> on a Monday. Scientifically, proven. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been tested and proven. There's there's websites for this, yeah. Um, so that that helps me, you know. Uh, no, it, the the truth is like, I mean, Steve is Steve is like family to us at this point. You know, we're sure. close with his family and his wife, and so um, I do remember the one moment in the first season where he was supposed to. Lean over and have a kiss with Katie while we're at this dinner party scene, Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like sweating and getting very uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, and and he like pulled Katie aside. He's like. I'm having a real hard time doing this in front of Mark. She's like, Jesus, Steve, be a professional. Okay, please. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. yeah. So if anything, he's the one who has more of the problem
0: with it. But you didn't like slap him and say it's okay? You no, you I mean, I took him
6: outside and I beat the crap out of oh, him. Of course.
0: But, but good that, for you. Because at the very least, deep down, you're a man. Right? Absolutely. You're a man. Yeah. You're a man yeah. who needs to protect his man ground. But otherwise, we were fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who would be your first choice in a fantasy draft? You've got the first overall choice. Because Adrian know. Peterson has been in the last couple of years, he's know, been he's been the unquestioned go get him. I know. And now know. obviously he's not this year. If you have got number one, who would you take? I, I know who I would take.
6: I've done some. I've done some different things in the past. I have never had number one.
0: You know, I um, never have either. By the way, and I'm always glad yeah. when I don't because it's it's, it's it's big pressing, pressure killer. But you, know? you also don't want nine. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Certainly in a 12 team league, you mm-hmm. don't want nine. Yeah, no. We we were in, we were an
6: eight team league. You know, which is just because that's who we are in the show. Right and uh you know i got you know 8 and 9 in the snake that's not and, bad 8 and, 9 is like you i, good, uh, I, I, I did pretty it. well with it so who would you get with 8 9 last year <sighs> i'm trying to remember exactly who i got but uh i didn't i mean my big thing that i've always done and it's really paid off for me is is i go early on getting breeze you know now it's a little bit trickier this year obviously yes. mm-hmm. um but it's it's one of these things where he just kind of it's a little bit of an irrational decision because of, of my love in the Saints, but it has paid off for me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had, I had first, I would definitely have to heavily consider AP. What's what's your? Well, what's your I mean, vibe? I couldn't.
0: I mean, Peterson, as you know, this year, he, who knows if he's going to be there with yep. his knee and all that yep. stuff. I, I would go. I would go Calvin Johnson. You would. I, I, you know, I know you don't. I love go, this I know choice. You, I know you can't go. Re- you're not supposed to go receiver, but you can. You're not supposed to go running back. Yeah, I know. But in this day and age, Mm -hmm. with the running backs, there just aren't the bell cow guys. Yeah, yeah. They could get hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know, you think in the back of your head, who's the bell cow running back in this league? If it's not Adrian Peterson, Mm -hmm. you know, Jamal Charles was it last year, and then he Mm -hmm. got hurt. Just showed he got hurt. There's not one anywhere in the. I mean, Marshawn Lynch. To go to Seattle, right? I four mean, four or five. Who else? Who yeah. else is the bell Bellcat? Cow- I mean, you got Beanie Wells in Arizona. I'm just going nope. through the back of my uh-huh. head. You, Michael Turner, but no. is he a number one overall guy? No, nope. right? You, you, you've got uh, Forte, maybe in Chicago. That's like a two thousand. You go number one pick. overall with him. That's it. You know, two thousand. But then pick, he got yeah. hit, hurt last year. Think about in the in, in the NFC East. I mean, LeSean McCoy. Mm-hmm. Is he a first overall pick? I, I had him last year, I, I, but he. I mean, yeah. at times he was money golden. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, he, he, I just don't really see the number one overall yeah. bell cow back anywhere in the league where you're like, lock it in. That guy's getting in yeah. the zone 20 times and he's going to run for 100 yards and give me my bonuses. Yeah. Calvin Johnson, what's to he, me, What's is, he
6: putting up per game? You checked his average last year? Uh, I don't
0: remember what his average is yeah. last year, but all I know is it was Stupid. Yeah. I, I, and I, unexpected I, from a while. I don't really look at the stats right now. I'm sort of just going off yeah. of you know, uh with my job calling the highlights. Yeah. And my job doing doing the uh the lead ins or d- yeah. and, and, and anchoring the discussion on morning shows or yeah. evening shows. It just always seemed that the airspace above him was indefensible and I I would go. I really would go Calvin Johnson if I had the first pick. I like that. And the first quarterback, I would. T- I don't know if I go Breeze, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The guy. I mean, well, Last year, that would show you something. I I, I mean I, I. But I'm told again. Yeah, don't big. take a quarterback. There's some philosophies. Don't take yeah. one until the third, fourth yep, round because there's can, plenty of options. Yeah, you can get a Matt Schaub
6: or something deviations like that, not never, that yeah, bit. Yeah, good. you get the Flacco and you're good. Yeah, I mean. I had a I had a really great late season pickup in Peyton Hillis, you know, and it was just kind of lucky for me. I didn't really mm-hmm. this was this was actually two seasons ago. Yeah, um, right. And I was just like, "Who's this guy?" He put up a couple of points, you know, killed it,
0: and then he wound up on the Madden cover, and then he talks about you know maybe working for the CIA and he, yeah, he'd, he'd, <laughs> <laughs> that's over. Yeah,
6: <laughs> but I do think about like Rich. I'm like, "Ooh, who's that John Riggins style running back who's just going to give me that
0: like yeah. three yard touchdown punching in over and over again?" Yeah, you know, I know. Exactly. But it's hard to name that guy. I I honestly do not believe there is one in the NFL anymore because it's just spread them out, go four or five wides, have your quarterback maybe try for 5,000 yards and win games. Let's call Riggins. Let's get him back. I think Riggo would be – Riggy? He'd (laughs) have been great. (laughs) He's ready. What's the name of your off-air fantasy league? Team name?
6: Oh, I can't give that.
0: I can't really? give that
6: publicly. It's also a little bit lewd. Is it?
4: Uh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and for the
6: lewd. Yes, yes. But actually, you know, they change every year. We change them up every year. Okay. Uh, for different energy. So, uh,
0: so it's not. It's not
6: for broadcast. We haven't
0: gone public with those. Just okay. Yet. okay. Yeah. Again, yes. I don't know. What, yes, I love this. What I love about this show is very protective. Oh, of, yes. of its of its ideas, making sure it's fresh for the yeah. fans. Because again, I have been sworn to secrecy. Yeah, literally. On paper, my f- signature sworn to secrecy about what I so- what I what I yeah. did that day, and with whom I did it. I have cleared with Jackie. I can say I did it. You did it, and I did it with Chris Brockman, one yes. of our producers. I'm allowed to say that. That's it. You and know, I don't want. I don't you want to tread about on any the, toes here.
6: The spirit of fantasy football. It's really all about lies, secrets, collusion, um, <laughs> and trying to trick your friends into doing something stupid. You know, <laughs> So we try to hold those moral values true on our show.
0: I love that. And, that is the truth. It's the truth, man. That's what makes it so fun. Trying to trick your friends into doing something, something stupid. stupid might be my favorite one out of all.
6: Yeah, and, 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 and really, you, you, that is not normally applauded. And honored in real life friendships. Right. But on the virtual gridiron, you become a god of for course, doing that. No
0: doubt. No doubt. There are many times when I, I do, in fact, send an email, a text, or pick up the phone <laughs> knowing what I'm about to say to this person who I, I like and respect. Adore. On occasion. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. What I'm about to say is completely disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And if they fall for this, I will be the happiest man on the planet. And it, hopefully they will fall for it. And hey, yeah. this guy, this—you have no idea what this guy's going to do in the second half mm-hmm. of the season. I mean, this guy's ready. He's primed. I mean, he is absolutely primed. And yeah. I would rather take somebody much better off your roster than this person and hand you this guy it's, and hope for the best for you. It's almost servicing our id.
6: You know, it's a safe way mm. for for that dark, deep, uh, mm-hmm. just. Uh, Animalistic male in us right. who wants to do terrible things to people
0: <laughs> and does it in a pretty safe environment. See, now that's the writer and director yeah. coming out right there. I mean,
6: that's that's Rafi on the show. You think about Rafi. You yeah, know, it's like okay, Rafi is ridiculous and insane. But every now and then, I'm like, I kind of wish I was that free. That's right. I kind of wish I would just go say what I'm thinking like you that. Go. You know, I know exactly. And I mean, it's funny. My character on the show is fascinating to me endlessly because he has been somewhat of a god on on the gridiron at least in his history you know with the league uh and and he's very confident um but every other aspect of his life is an absolute
0: train wreck Mm -hmm. yeah and uh but it it doesn't stop him from feeling like he's winning and doing well that's what i love about this show again i i it's it's so difficult to conceive of what a fantasy football related television show could look like yeah because we i'll be very honest we struggled We have until the last couple of years at this network struggled. Mm -hmm. How do we talk fantasy football and service the fantasy football fans in an entertaining and enlightening and informative way? And for the first six years of this network's existence, we struggled with it. We had, uh, I don't care if these guys, we we had a a couple of uh, fantasy experts who Mm -hmm. came on, Uh, good guys. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's coming. I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're good guys, but I don't know if, if if they're one of those that you'd want to go grab a beer with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like they you. might be. I, did, I never grabbed a beer with them. I shouldn't say that sort of thing. It's like an expert witness in a trial. You need them, but do you want to hang out with them? Good, like, question. good you know? point. Yes, yeah. exactly right.
6: Sometimes you need them.
0: Yes. You only need them when when you when you really need them. You need to call on a them. A bevy of specific information. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but only ones that, that will help you. Yeah. You know. Otherwise, totally. you don't want to hear from them. Um, And then we went the celebrity route. We had a celebrity Mm -hmm. fantasy league and then had the celebrities come on and talk about their team. But talking about your fantasy team specific, and the oh gosh, you never would have we've talked about this on our show. Yeah. I don't know if you're a poker player. Are you yeah, a poker player? Yeah. Talking about your bad beats. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It, to another friend. Like, you know what happened when Nobody the turn cares. came? The turn came. Even though the guy did you yeah. know, bet out and he shouldn't have bet out, mm-hmm. he got me off my hand, and then and then the next hand I went in and he had the hand, and yeah. what a bad beat that was in the river. And it's just like <sighs> I want to kill myself. Right. You know what I mean? So talking about your fa and or and and, and your father of two, yeah. Talking about your kids to somebody who doesn't have have kids they don't want to hear about the green poop they don't don't want to hear it you know what i mean like it's very difficult to talk about your fantasy team yeah and it's like you know what i picked this guy up and as soon as i picked him up he gets hurt so i release him next week next guy picks him up he wasn't really that hurt i had no idea he was just going to sit for a game now this guy is scoring two touchdowns a game Guess what? I play the guy the next week, yeah. and he beats me yeah. by one point because I benched the guy that I picked up yeah. for the guy after I release. Guess <sighs> what? I don't care.
6: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, it's... I think the way in for the league is is that you, first of all, you get to watch these things happen instead of someone telling you a monologue that bores you to death. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, you don't need to be a fan of fantasy football to enjoy the league yes, because that's true. At the core of it, it, it is a group of. Uh, people who are really close friends in high school, Mm -hmm. but they've gotten vastly different lives now that they're in their thirties. And this is the only thing that ties them together is their only way to still relate to each other. Right. You know? And so, you know, uh, Jeff had this great quote once, you know, um, and I think it really is great. It's like you, you don't have to play fantasy to enjoy this show. You just have to have friends that you kind of hate a little
0: bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think
6: that's really – there's something to that.
0: That's great. But then again, I mean there is no greater feeling going home uh, after a day of fantasy – or doing whatever – Just in, it's the greatest when you win a fantasy week. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, it's just I, – I mean – and then the, and then if you if you need a miracle on Monday – you spend half your Monday thinking, All right, "I got no shot. I got no shot." And there's then the game, no and then the way Monday that going to put up
6: 48 points for me. It's, it's no so, so I'm just not. Oh my! Wait, is this well, Hold on
0: a minute! What yes. a great first! Yeah, great first half. Or then, oh, he fumbled a yeah. snap. It wasn't his fault. And it's yeah. minus two for him. See, see, I'm going again. See, this it, it's happening. It's We're happening. doing it. It's yeah. happening, and and yeah. people get bored by it. That's what's yeah. so difficult. Uh, I want to talk about your other project, yeah, because uh, or or you know, in many ways, the league is technically your other project cuz yeah. you and your brother jay are uh filmmakers mm-hmm. and, and writers and um uh the movie cyrus is uh, awesome it's Thanks. It, it, you're you're welcome uh how how do you go about creating these ideas is it just things that happen to you during the day and you say, you know what, that wouldn't be a bad idea and then you go flesh it out. I'd love to just... I always talk about process with with, yeah. with, with my guests. I'd love to get into that with you real quick.
6: Well, Cyrus was my first studio film. You know, previous to that film, I had made these very low-budget films that were playing at Sundance and doing well, but we would fund them ourselves. And, and I knew for Cyrus... You and your brother would fund yeah, them? Yeah, we, so? we would make them for ten, fifteen thousand $15,000, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when I was going to make Cyrus for Fox Searchlight... We knew we needed a movie that had a good, strong concept that people could latch onto, but also wanted it to be very small and specific and personal. And the way we've made our movies is, you know, they've been this strange blend of squirmy, awkward comedy, you know, with hopefully a nice dramatic core to it. Um, and so I, I couldn't help but think about, you know, those mother-son relationships I've known in my life that are a little too close for comfort (laughs) and how uncomfortable it makes me to watch, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, just when mothers overly adore their sons or when a mother ever tells someone that they think their son's got a nice sexy vibe to him. I mean, this stuff just (laughs) destroys me, you know? (laughs) And I thought, I would really love to make some people in a movie theater feel that way. Sure. So, you know, we, we had a good relationship with Jonah Hill and he was a fan of our earlier movies and I knew I knew he had a dramatic sense about him; He wasn't just a comedy guy. Um, so we built this character with him, and and we love mm-hmm. the idea that he would be going to war with John C. Riley over the affections of a Reilly. woman. You He's know, so great, Marissa Tomei. And Marissa Tomei, yeah. So we kind of uh, it has the form of a very small independent film when you watch it. You mm-hmm. know, it's these three people kind of engaging in a war inside of this house. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was the first time we'd actually worked
0: with movie stars. So I wanted to keep it a, kind of a simple contained story. Excellent. And you've got four films coming out in 2012. Darling, Companion, Safety Not Guaranteed. Well, you, some of these are already out already. Your Sister's Sister and, and People Like Us. Yeah. And then you've got another one too? Yeah, there's a movie called Jeff Who Lives at Home is the last one we directed. Right. Which I told um, you beforehand, my wife and I vod Love so, that you VOD'd. So if, if if you feel that extra ching. Yeah. That's right. I don't well, know if it's, it know if it's a ching, but if you feel the extra ching, there it is. Guys, nice wallet. There it you is. Paid, you paid $100
6: for that I movie? It's
0: incredible. <laughs> You're so great, Isaac. Yeah, no, well done. Thank you really you. are. You're amazing. Yeah.
6: Um, yeah, that one just came out and- on uh, on DVD and VOD. It's um, Susan Sarandon, Jason Siegel, Ed yes. Helms, and one of our favorite actresses, Judy Greer, uh, and Steve Zissis from New Orleans, who mm-hmm. um, was also in our movie Baghead. And, um, you know, it's a movie about a guy who's living in his mom's basement. And he really believes the universe has uh, has something great in store for him. So much so that his favorite movie is is the movie Signs. Yes, and <laughs> and uh, he he lives his his life by the principles of the movie Signs. And it's about kind of his big day in the city, crossing paths with his brother, and and these two guys kind of uh, discovering that their destiny may not be as mundane as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, and um, so yeah, we've been you know we've been working a lot over the last few years, and and I kind of feel you know like we're in that phase in our life where everybody wants to give us jobs now and, and that that might not last forever i've seen that happen to people so mm-hmm. we're, we're a little bit of that feeling where we're at the buffet and we're like it's all you can eat for the next 30 minutes so mm-hmm. let's just stuff ourselves
0: before they kick us out of the buffet right. and in the meantime you got the league going on yeah. too and uh it's a great show and i love your films and It's been fun meeting you here on the podcast. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Mark Duplass right here on the Rich Eisen podcast. That was a fun chat. It's a fun chat. Mark Mark Duplass of The
3: League. Great show. Can't wait to watch a few episodes this season, guys. We can't uh, tell you which one. Great show.
0: But we're on it.
3: Might be off my DVR. Sorry to
0: you, Law. And so just to recap, let's recap everything. Um there's a new poll question at richeisen.nfl.com. Which would you rather do? Would you rather do what Chris Brockman did, which was hang on the set of the league and be in a scene to be aired on FX? Boom. Or would you rather hang with Aaron Andrews for an evening? And a mistake her for Jen Brown. The
4: and, uh,
3: no, 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 no. We'll Fish leave that story. out
0: of the poll question. Fish story there. Would you rather hang with Aaron Andrews and her lovely sister Kendra for an evening after an Adam Sandler movie premiere at the post party. Did
3: That's a, pretty good. Got to get her a nice glass of Cabernet every now and again, you know. There was
0: and it wasn't just like a, a fifteen minute hat. It was a whole night.
3: That was like a you were
0: in. You showed up at ten. We shut the place down.
4: Well, he was in pictures that were retweeted and stuff.
3: Yes. Mean, it was
0: great. Yes. What would you rather do? This could be our best poll question ever.
3: You know what? We might be able to get this on the front of NFL.com. No, no chance. chance.
0: (laughs) We can't even get the show on the
4: front of NFL. (laughs) Yeah!
3: yeah. No chance. Okay.
0: Uh, Also, uh, recapping this past week, our last show, your uh, impassioned plea for your alma mater got several tweets in my inbox and all of our inboxes. Half the people thought, bravo, Chris Law. The other ones thought, you drank the Kool-Aid and you should be fired for your opinions. (laughs) Never brought back again.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I didn't. I also didn't know we were going to talk about it, so I was pretty much just speaking from the from the heart at the time. I c- couldn't. Oh, if you had been given time, to
0: collect your thoughts. You yeah, would have but I, said I thought I different. I, I thought,
3: thought I it. no. I thought I stayed pretty pretty uh, uh, middle of the road. You know, uh, 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 our, our Sin- guy Silas, Silas, Silas Red, Red
0: bolted for USC. You know what? Didn't, by the way, didn't when this whole sanctions were handed down. Didn't Lane Kiffin of USC reach out to Bill O'Brien and say, "Hey, if you have, if you need any pointers on how to recruit kids, keep kids, and handle your program after you arrive and sanctions are handed down, reach?" Didn't he? Didn't he I, reach out? Didn't I read that that he was I one of the coaches? I don't who know. Reached I,
3: he, Bill O'Brien was asked if he would specifically reach out to Lane Kiffin. And oh, he, is that what and, it was? When the time he was asked that question, it was already rumored that Silas read that he was interested in Silas. Okay. So he specifically said he wouldn't okay. talk to a coach that was interested. But uh,
0: Okay, because I thought Lane reached out. Hey, man. You Lane, know, Lane, uh, and as far Lane. as that
3: goes for him, I, I'm going to root for him. The guy who's in a tough situation, you wish he would have stayed. He was a team captain. Sure. But um, just hurts the impact of, of a recruit. I was future.
4: surprised that the uh, five-star quarterback is still going to go to Penn State.
3: Yeah, he's a he's a pretty loyal guy. He's a, he's a local kid, and yeah. he's grown up loving loving Penn State football. Same with the tight end kid that was the number one recruit in the country. It so mean,
0: it doesn't mean you can't you can't win the Heisman from yeah, yeah exactly. You can but still, win, you can still win the Heisman.
3: And I thought Bill O'Brien when he said he goes six games a year, you play in front of one hundred ten thousand. I don't see one sure. bowl game in the country that has that. So nope, not at all. You know, it's tough, but. They'll move on. Awesome yeah, I, I, show I believe Michigan,
0: Penn, Penn State, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio, Ohio State, State. Well, They'll still show those things.
3: Three of the four biggest venues in the country are in the Big Ten. So Ohio go. State, there Penn you State, go. and Michigan. Go. Got to cling know. to
0: something, Rich. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and I think, you're, I
0: think part of your, uh, your Penn State uh, uh, Jonestown uh, rant, um, I think, also led to a tweet you got this week about our game day morning. I, I
4: podcast, think that was completely
3: right? in, uh, completely. I, I don't did. know. Uh, what, somebody who this guy
4: it? this guy Peter Williams at W I L M Pete took a big swig of the aid and said the game day Eisen podcast was awesome mostly because we didn't hear you or at Topher Law. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sorry that we can't live up to a combined four hall of famers well, I guess uh, what?
0: and
4: 12
3: super bowl rings. Yeah. Guess what?
0: I guess he won't be hearing his shout out because there's been a lot of you guys on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably if that's been, if that's his his measuring stick as to whether or not to listen, he he checked out a He long checked time out ago. a while ago. Right. Yeah. He checked out man, a long time oh, ago. Oh man. I was like, and come the Hunters are people too shirts. Yes. I mean, they have taken on an absolute insane life of their own. What
4: did you say about how many Twitter followers you got overnight
0: or something? I decided, you know what, because, again, this all started Brian Anger. We gave him a T-shirt. I had to make up like 30 to 50 of I don't know the exact number. I had to make up a bunch. And um, to make these things up, I had to, like I said, buy a whole – so I got to give these away. I'm going to give them away. Of course. And everybody wants one. Anger – Signed his contract wearing the shirt we gave him. Jaguars tweeted out, Facebook it out. Suddenly, more people are are tweeting at me. How do I get one? So we decided to give them not a way only way on this podcast, but over the weekend, set up a, a way to, if you click on this link and you retweet it, just to use this to to get the word out about the T-shirts. It, it's insane the number of tweets and the number of Facebook entries. Well over 2,000, 3,000 Facebook entries for just two T-shirts. Crazy. So I'm making more up. Yes. The, here, here's the issue. I'm in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay? These, th- I mean, er, continue to make these things up. Right. Um, it's going to begin to leave a little bit of a dent, a mark. We're going to continue to give these things away. So let's give away two to Twitter. You got them? Chris got him. Yep, absolutely. Okay. What do you got?
3: Let's see. Our first one here is looks like RJ Achoa okay. at, at RJ Ochoa. Yeah. He tweeted actually all four of us. Nice. Uh, hashtag punters are people too. And at Olivia Munn is hot. Large <laughs> in teal, please, gentlemen. There we go.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we have any teal left, but uh, if we do it and it's in large, it's yours. We, if it's one that's a medium, you'll have to take and it. Squeeze into
3: it. And Squeeze into it. I think that's what Brockman wore to the gym, was a Smedium. Yeah, you
0: wore yours out, right?
3: Did yeah, I did, I
4: did. I wore it out uh, Saturday night down in Culver City to watch some of the Olympics, and people okay. were hitting me up, and then You're I wore good. it again to the gym, and people were chatting me up about and it. And how, how did, it did it hold up during the workout? About, was it a quality garment? It, it retains the sweat nicely. Okay. It's, it's a very high-quality shirt. So it's, high a, quality it's, it's shirt. a
0: statement on the shirt, Yep, and it's functional absolutely as a shirt. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. I like this. This is great. See, I'm not, I'm not putting any pieces of crap out oh, there. Oh, no, absolutely. Okay. High-quality. good. And
3: all right, we got the uh, we got the other one. Yes. All right. At this one is um, Luke Rain at Luke underscore Rain. You guys share a common middle name there, Brockman.
4: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> he tweets nice. uh, at the Eisen Podcast at Chris underscore Brockman and at Topher Law hey. are, the, are the best. But punters are people too. Great show, guys. We love it in hashtag Seattle. All right, Pacific Northwest. Shout like out. Like it. Right. Like it. That's Luke underscore Rain.
0: All right. There we go. Those are our two new uh, owners of uh, punters of people too. I'm
3: wearing
0: proud because there's been such a demand. I might have to make more, up, but I got to figure out something.
3: Absolutely, and and I think
4: think it's got to be some
0: subsidizing.
4: I think we need to have a meeting about this. Let's have a meeting.
3: You know what? I took a snapshot this morning of my calendar because
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see where this is going. Today was a
3: long day, long meeting day.
0: Uh, How many meetings do you have today?
3: I had five. What? Yeah. Uh, about I'm about, right about, here, about dude. what? I'm going to Hold
0: on, ha- let me guess, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Hall of oh, Fame. Yep. The 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 New fantasy York thing fame.
3: in New York. Right. Yes. Okay. Fantasy live. Fantasy yeah, live, TV, which TV is show. here. Yeah.
0: Here. Okay. Yep. Hmm. What else we got? Oh, cards.com something with that?
3: Well, the Cards.com is what I'm doing at Hall of Fame.
0: Okay, well, so that's so the Hall of Fame and cards. So that's folded into one. Okay, that's so, folded into one. So we've got three to five. We get three to five. Though, of, by the way, that gets us in the Hall of Fame. Three or five, no doubt.
3: In baseball, in the baseball Hall of Fame, you're in. Um, one of them actually was a phone call. It was a it was a set up with the because. People don't care about this, but it was no, a phone actually call. they do. <laughs> I
4: tell you, I get more t- more tweets about the meetings that <laughs> <laughs> than we're, we're handing that off so cars. dot com
3: to a third party company, and uh, I just oh, had to finalize some so stuff. Still like have that. more
0: more more of a plate for you to put another meeting on. Uh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so who? Uh, what, what were the? And other- then the other one
3: was uh, a phone call with uh, some people in New York. So just it wasn't really a meeting. It was just a. It was a conference call. But you had call. three
0: actual walk into a room that we was booked reserved, for the specific right. purpose of yeah. meeting that yeah. happened three times today and yeah. we were three. Uh, how day. long were these meetings uh one of them was i know when p- one of them was because i couldn't get you on the phone <laughs> for, I, I know one of them was like uh 10-ish, 10 ish yeah, 10 a.m t-
3: the one at 10 went till about eleven twenty. damn straight it did and uh do you know how many
0: times i called that phone <laughs> jeez dude
3: it's I will. I'll, t- I'll tweet out my. I'll tweet out the calendar photo Come. today. Will so you do that? Everyone can see. Would, everyone we'll we'll, can put, see it see it. <laughs> we'll put it on the blog that's, page. We'll put it on
0: the blog page. We're put it all out there. All right. Because we're we're not going to be on this TV show. This week is our last for um, f- four, until September for four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Maybe longer. We'll see. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, Rich. But. This. We're going to do audio. Among we're gonna, other things. Here, we're still doing audio. Yeah,
3: we're still going to do audio. Thank
0: you, Chris Law. Absolutely. Thank you. So we got lots. We just got a lot in here. Poll question. Vote on it. I Poll really question. That's fun.
3: And then uh, Thursday we'll be uh, putting up you with Joe Horgan. Uh, you're still going to –
0: And Dax Shepard. Yeah, you're
3: hanging, you're going to talk with Joe on Thursday, and then we'll have Dax up with that as and well. And we'll give
0: away Facebook T-shirts. Sure. And figure out how we can continue this thing without me uh, – not sending my kids to college
3: <laughs> and expect to figure, <laughs> figure out a way to make
0: more T-shirts. spending there are hundreds of, of thousands to, of
3: dollars in T-shirts
0: because <laughs> people want kickers or people too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to meet the, the large demand, the, here. Demand,
3: the demand and uh, people can expect a, a, a hall of fame podcast as well. You're, you're hosting an event there.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the round table, the game day round table where all the enshrinees get together in the Canton civic auditorium. Oh, that'll be great. So um, that'll, Yeah. That'll so be they, a little we'll turn different. that into an audio podcast. Sure. Um, but we'll talk about that with Oregon later on in the week. Thank you, sir. Thank you to Mike Chris. Thank Thanks, you, to Rich. My This is Rich Eyes, and peace out.
1: Stay listening, friends.